friends, family, and followers. My name is Angela. My name is Pam. And my name is Edwin. And you're listening to episode 36 now? Yes. Of Dungeons. Dinings. And Dorks. I forgot for a moment what episode we were on. I don't One, really have two, it right three, in front of five, me. 9, 12, 106. Okay. Hi. Won't that be awesome when we reach 100? <laughs> oh, boy. <It'll> be... <laughs> so. <laughs> It'll really be something. <laughs> um, okay. Let's start off. Edwin. Yes. You have updates on a project. Oh, of my many projects. Of your many projects. There's okay, one so that's going... I know I was supposed to be done by now <laughs> in terms of You're all these projects <laughs> from the carpentry, the outdoors, the home improvement projects. But there was one project I really wanted to do, and that was the indoor gardening project because... Hey, why not, right? We live in COVID times. We need to feed ourselves. And let's try doing indoor vegetable gardening. Why not? So, uh, I don't know if I explained this to to our listeners in our past episodes, but... Uh, Let's pretend we didn't. Okay, so what I... Probably didn't. So, I took part of my downstairs um, uh, utility slot... Actually, it was like basically the laundry, it's a laundry room. Area. It's a laundry area. And there's this one corner in the laundry area where it was just empty. And it was perfect for a... Uh, um, it was perfect for a shelf, like a, like, a, like a wire shelf. You know, a 30-inch wide shelf that can be probably like 60, 60 inches high, maybe 70 inches high. And it was perfect for a garden, like a... Like, growing plants so why use i started youtubing like indoor gardening and yeah it's possible you get stuff like a shelf growing lights i had to research growing lights and trying to make it easier on myself so i actually have more time with doing you know editing podcasting all this and all the rest i put a watering drip system that's battery powered you know, mm-hmm. in a bucket, you know, with a with a sucking up water from a bucket to the plants. And it's working. We Woo-hoo! put pots on the shelf. We put the drip system in there. We put indoor rated dirt because you don't want to put compost like mo- like compost uh, dirt in there. Because you're going to start attracting more pests than you want to, Mm -hmm. right? Things I learned in YouTube. Who needs school when you have YouTube? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Don't don't hear that. Stay in school. (laughs) Stay in school, kids. Stay in school. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so I did this and um, planted things like, what did we plant? Lettuce. We planted lettuce. Green onions. Spinach. Spinach. Mm -hmm. We took a head of an old butter lettuce thing that we bought at Target, and we it was almost pretty much all used up, and we stuck that thing into the ground into one of it's, the pots. It's one of those ones where it's still got the root ball attached to it, so we stuck that in the dirt. We stuck that in the dirt, and it's crisping up, and it's growing. <laughs> and 
And we also planted peppers, cayenne peppers, bell peppers. Yep. And actually, when we went out to uh, this local place called Melborgs. Mm-hmm. And Mom is one of these, you know, is a nursery, and it's a fantastic nursery. Like it looks like it looks like some place that I probably will go to, um, and you know, like in the springtime to get stuff because they have sales all the time. And one of the sales that we got was we bought like this Czech, Czech Czechoslovakian made, <laughs> um, um, self-watering um, indoor pots for vegetables. And it's basically like this, you know, container within a container and you fill the, the container with water, you put dirt in the inner container and it wicks the water from the bottom up into the soil. And it's got a gauge so you can keep track of how much water is actually in and, there. And there's a gauge, mm. yeah. And we planted bell peppers because it's deep enough for the root system for a bell pepper plant that I'm hoping sometime in late January that we can start harvesting peppers. <laughs> yeah. So, and it, and the thing is, it's good, especially when, because we bought, we built the the planters outside, the, the, the raised beds, mm-hmm. that we can start growing seeds for the raised beds late February, March. And then we can go out there in April and start planting them that way. Instead of having to go to like, you know, the big orange box store or the big green box store or the blue box store. <laughs> There's a lot of box stores with colors. With colors. <laughs> and buying them already germinated and, you know, like four or five inches tall. So, uh, so which is more expensive to do anyway. Yeah. So, it'll be, it's an experiment. I have good hopes with this, but we're already seeing uh, seedlings. From the spinach plant. Spinach, lettuce. Lettuce. We just saw the first sprouts from the green onions. In the green onions. So it's working. Everything is automated. The timers are automated. The watering, the, the lights are automated. The watering is automated. I, I will point out the thing that I like most about this is Edwin doesn't have to plan on me remembering Yes. What? It, it's <laughs> self-sufficient. And Cause... here's here's the thing too. There we have we have insect control with it. So we have indoor we have these indoor like like sticky sticky traps made specifically for indoor plants that I'm hoping I'm hoping I saw it was it was a four and a half star review. <laughs> that... Oh, I should I should probably tell you. Um, when I was down there last time, when I saw the green onions starting to pop out, I looked at your little sticky traps and there were, there were already a couple of teeny tiny flies stuck to them. Yeah. So it's working. It's working. It's working. Working. Yay. So anyways, (laughs) in, uh, in a, in an effort to be, uh, more, I guess, more self-sufficient, um, in terms of like our food stores and everything. Also pronounced cheap. Also known as pronounced as cheap. Yeah, I guess. Anyways, uh, the setup is the setup is not exactly cheap, but we're hoping that the vegetables we get out of it will make up yeah. for it. So it's a it's a it's an investment, right? It's an investment. It's an investment. You're supposed to get money return from your investment. Plus, you never know. You never know until you do actually do it. Exactly right. 
So here's here is here's to a green winter. <laughs> <laughs> oh so. man, I wish. Uh, yeah, let's let's throw it to Pam. Yeah, hey, Pam, Pam, what have you been doing? Well, <laughs> I've been on my little Netflix um, crusade, <laughs> and I actually stumbled. There's there's so much on Netflix that I want to watch. It's insane. But I did want to do a special mention of a, um, I'm not quite sure on which studio it was, but it's an animated movie called Over the Moon. Ooh. I think I've seen the... I think I saw that on Netflix. Like, like, oh no, oh no, connection interrupted. And we're back. We had a little bit of uh, technical Ooh. difficulties, but yeah. we're back. We got Pam back on whereby. So, Pam, what were we talking about? Okay. So, okay. we were talking about Over the Moon, which is a very cute animated uh, movie. And it's centered around a Chinese family. And it's a very lovely story about love and loss. Huh. And in, in the end, I turned to to my husband and I, I basically told him that this is basically a Chinese version of Coco. It There is songs in there not as good as Coco and not as catchy. And there are times when they, it was kind of like thrown in there and it didn't really, you know, feel organic hmm. or whatever. But I really like the um, the Chinese culture in it. Um, it does... It does uh, start off slow, but, you know, kind of stick with it. And it actually is a very good, uh, very good uh, movie that is, I think, is a very good uh, a movie to teach kids about how to move on. Really? Hmm. That might be when I need, am I going to cry? Yeah, is Angela going to cry? You might. Uh oh because she cried not as much as Coco. She bawled in Coco like Coco. My, my shoulder is still If you had a dry wet. eye, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Yeah. My I'm shoulder is still wet. Yeah, I think Coco wasn't Coco like a seven <laughs> tissue movie. It was a seven tissue movie. I mean, movie. if you weren't that ending in Coco, uh Well, Coco, so Coco reminds me. I'm gonna cry right now. I mean, Coco reminds me of like it really reminds me of like like some of the cultural aspects of even the Filipino culture with like the family. Yeah. You know, and I don't know about, you know, when you grew up, but we usually have, even my brother right now, mm -hmm. right? Like, I think, I'm, well, when I was back in his old place, there were pictures yeah. of my, of my mom and dad, mm -hmm. right? Um, when, when both of them died. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just reminded me of, like, like Coco with the altar and everything with their deceased, uh, deceased relatives, mm -hmm. right? And I remember growing up, like, it was like that, in, uh, like, with, like, All Souls Day, mm -hmm. right? Which is coming up, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, yeah, Coco, seven tissues. How much tissues do you give over the moon? Kind of like half. 
Half? Um, so three to yeah, four. Yeah, I think this was specifically geared towards little kids. Uh, As I said, it started off very slow, and you're kind of like, okay, this is going to be a very big yawn kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Here, uh, just just um, be patient. Um, I don't think there are any voice actors that I know of that are, you know, or popular voice actors that are in this movie. But some noteworthy ones are, um, if you watch Hamilton, uh, the woman who played Eliza in oh. it is voiced. Eliza. Yep. And also, um, comedian Ken Jung, I think is what... Oh, Dr. Like... Ken! Yeah. Dr. He... Ken is in there. Yeah, like he Dr. also Ken. plays it. And it's, the, the cast itself is very Asian, yeah. Asian-American-centric, so it... It's like watching... It's like watching what was that movie that was really popular? Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, a lot of them, well, this... all of them were just Asians. <laughs> yeah, from different Asian countries. <laughs> right. Um. But no, I mean, well, this this is this this is geared towards Chinese culture. I think it's Chinese culture. It's Chinese. Yes, because it deals with a famous um, Asian myth. I won't tell you what it is and if you just go by the title i think you should know what it which myth i'm talking about nope doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> okay well fine you'll <laughs> nope i i might have an idea but i'll i'll keep it to myself i may have to watch this if not just because ken jung is in it <laughs> it all pretty and much very, anything that it's ken very jung asian is it's very colorful and everything but i like there is one concept of it that is touched in this movie that is never touched in other kids' movies. What's that? Again, I will not say. Oh my gosh. All I'll let these... you guys watch it and try to spot it. This is like the worst. It's, it's almost like she's... It's, I'm it's, not going to say it because I probably shouldn't if, say it's it. It's almost as if like she really wants us I'm to not... watch this thing. And, I, and I swear, I'm not sponsored movie. by Netflix or the movie itself. It's almost like All I know is NBA that I don't. I don't want to spoil the whole. <laughs> I don't want to spoil the whole entire movie. I don't want to give out what's in the movie, but I will say that it is a very good kids movie. Watch! I watch the. Tr- it's I watch the credits, out. and I see Pam's name. <laughs> promotions. <laughs> this is my resume for marketing for movies. <laughs> Angela. Oh yeah, hi. Yeah, what have you been what doing? What have you been Angela? up to? I started playing Among Us. <gasps> oh my gosh. Now, you question. And... Yeah. Do you play it ver- via the mobile or the I've been playing it via mobile. Uh um, Okay. Just cuz I can just sit wherever and I well I don't have my own Steam account and I don't want to try oh. to find it in the PlayStation it's Store. It's on Steam? It's on Steam, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it makes it a lot we better. We should, we all, Angela, <laughs> get your own Steam account. We're going to round up all our friends and we're going to play it someday. Yes. You know, maybe that... for. <laughs> okay. Uh, keep going. Keep okay. Going. Now, here's, here's the funny thing. Like, when you're playing it, you know, there's. You've got your crewmates, and you've got an imposter, you know, among us. You're a ha. It's a betrayal game. Yeah, so. Yeah. yeah. So it's, I think, 
I think I've heard of other people calling it like a secret role game. Um, kind of like yeah. Mafia. Yeah, there's Mafia, Werewolf. Yeah. There are other versions yeah. of the same concept. So basically, if you're a crewmate, you're going around this either space station or scientific outpost or whatever, and you've got tasks to complete. So that, that gives another element. So while you're doing a task, you've also got to watch out for other people coming in uh, because wrong person comes in, you're dead. Um, <laughs> and you don't know who it's going to be, so you just got to watch out and just kind of try to... You, you both want to watch people and keep distance because while you're trying to complete this task to win the game, the imposter is trying to sabotage your the place that you're at. Um, so if, if they successfully sabotage, people have to run to whatever's been sabotaged and, and fix it or, you know, instant lose. And mm -hmm. also while they're doing that, the imposter is running around killing off the crew the crewmates and, you know, doing their best not to get caught. <laughs> I have found that when I am the imposter, I get a huge rush of adrenaline. And my hands kind of shake a little. And she doesn't <laughs> sleep. Oh no, I she sleep. doesn't sleep. <laughs> well, there was one time I was wondering, like, what are you doing? She was just sitting. She was just sitting in the dining room table, and I'm like, and then like I would kept passing her. I was downstairs doing stuff. I could go upstairs, and she's still playing something, and she's playing the same thing. Oh, it, it like, can be quite addictive. She doing? She's playing this. Yeah, it. I haven't played it all that much, <laughs> but a few rounds every now and then is, it's it's good fun. Um, but it's it, but yeah, being the imposter, just a jolt of adrenaline. It's like, oh no, hands shaking, <laughs> freaking out. <laughs> don't get caught! Don't get caught! So far, I have won all my rounds as imposter. Because I play dumb. The day that Angela, <laughs> the day that Angela started playing this game, the very next day, guess what happened? What? I hear in one of my news threads that that AOC, right? The the oh yeah yeah the, yeah yeah the the uh, the House representative for a district in New York. Ocasio Cortez. Um, <laughs> I forget her first name. I just, I just, I just know her as AOC. Right. And and, uh, and our own representative from Minneapolis, Elon Omar, started oh, playing Among too? Us. <laughs> yeah. And they streamed it on Twitch, and they broke Twitch. <laughs> and, <laughs> like. There was a lot of people who were watching them play Among Us on Twitch. That's and it made it made the news. It made it went into the headlines of my feet, and I'm sitting there going like, "Oh my gosh, is this what Angela was playing yesterday?" I I kind of <laughs> like that idea though, because it kind of makes them less less like a politician and more like a normal person. Like a normal person. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, 
I mean, I know we already know so, that we already know the two, like Elon Omar and I know AOC. They they that wasn't the first time they streamed something. They also streamed. I know AOC streamed uh, um, Animal Crossing. He and she oh, would just yeah, like yeah, randomly yeah. go into people's island <laughs> and drops things. Would that be an honor? <laughs> I know, like she's at my island. Anyways. So I have a. I have a question for Angela. Yeah. Um, so I've watched gameplay on YouTube, which if you if anyone is interested in in what this game Among Us is, there's a bunch of gameplay on YouTube that you could just uh, search. Um, the mobile version, though, is it? Can you use voice in that, or is it just text? It's just text. It's, the mobile version oh, is just, just text. text. Yeah. Okay. Which makes it harder, I think. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I probably. Um, but it's supposed to be playable cross-platform. Um, mm. I think I think I just am supposed to hit a setting to use voice. But I need to do voice. I can't type. I honestly think that doing voice kind of adds to the the action because you're trying to figure out. Okay, is this person lying? Does he sound yeah. genuine, or does he uh, really gosh. not? It's know? that person right there. That would be me. It's blue. Blue did it. Okay. Blue. I saw it. Blue. Here's Okay, let me tell you what happened. Hey, with... Angela, can you help me kill somebody? <laughs> so here's what happened with my times as um, as uh, <laughs> the imposter. My first time, is, it's like, okay, what am I doing? And, like, I... What, what happened? You were playing dumb, is what you were. Yeah, I was playing <laughs> dumb. And... I was essentially almost caught red-handed. Almost. Almost. <laughs> you see, I had just taken a victim, and I'm still standing over them. And <laughs> and another player comes from one from <laughs> one side, and then the other player comes from the other side, and and they're like. Oh, I think I was green at the time. Green is sus. Green didn't report. Like, don't know how. New player. <laughs> for those that don't, don't know, know sus no is player. now the lingo for suspicious. Yeah. Is green is, is suspicious. The reason yeah. why we say sus is because we don't know how to spell suspicious. Well, it's also much faster to type sus. Oh my yep. god. Red is sus. There's a new leet speak. Yeah. So yep, like, yep. I hope you're paying oh. attention. I hope you're paying attention. So they were, oh so they were like, green is sus. Like, didn't report. Like, I don't know how. It's that white button over in the corner. Oh. Angela. And so the, the I think person, it's gonna be the person who pointed that out and <laughs> kicked off. I honestly and think I that that would be just so hilarious. To this is a great initiation game because you're you are automatically just thrown into this game and you don't know what's going on and you're like what am i supposed to do what task where and then can now question can an imposter call emergency meetings yeah oh yeah okay the imposter oh, yeah. can, can pretty much do anything yeah. plus stuff yeah i know that there are some movements that are imposter exclusive mm-hmm yeah, going to like events. moves and everything. Mm -hmm. yeah. What I like about this game is that even though that 
let's say someone killed me, but I still had tasks to do, I could still do my tasks. Yes, yeah, as a ghost. And no. me loving these tasks games, you're talking to someone who's played Animal Crossing religiously every day. I get to do tasks, even in the afterlife. Which is nice, because there's something that you could do. Even <laughs> after you get killed. I'm playing Animal Crossing religiously. <laughs> every single day. What are your turnip prices? What are your turnip prices? 144! I got this! Gate's open! Celeste is here! Celeste is here! Gate's open! Who's... 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 Who's crafting? <laughs> Okay, last, no. last, last uh, thing before we move on to the next <laughs> segment. Um, the other time that I got a poster, um, I basically accidentally self-reported after I got my victim. And you did? You didn't do that? Yeah, I didn't realize that. So, <laughs> so here someone's like, like, um. I accidentally self-reported immediately after, and everybody's like, "Where? Who? Like, it was, it was. Oh, I think I was pink that on pink, pink, like, pink reported. Probably self-report. Like, I didn't even know that was possible. <laughs> and the person, I think that one, I think that one, that person got kicked off too. I think oh. That, I think that when they decided that that was the imposter, and it was like, no, that wasn't the imposter. I didn't even have to do anything else the rest of that round. They just all were like, so-and-so is following me. That's super sus. Super sus. <laughs> yeah. So-and-so was being totally sus. They were doing this. Like, I didn't have to do a single thing after that first victim, and they all just went after. Well, in I, I may have, quote-unquote, accidentally voted for someone when we were supposed to skip. Oh, whoops. <laughs> See, that's the thing about that game is that as long as it can have other people point the finger at other people, and all you gotta do is stand back and watch the chaos go. <laughs> yep. Usually, usually in those type of games, I'm usually silent until I hear, like, majority of people, like, I think this is this person. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I can confirm that because I was in this room. Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, vote. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So, I want to try that game. Oh yeah, it's it's. I want to try the Steam version of it because I think it might be easier. Us three should get yeah. in it, and I'll have my husband join in it too. And then I'll be like, I am terrible at lying. I'll be like, <laughs> no. I am not the imposter. Shifty eyes. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's like... I'm not going to be able to play dumb with you guys, though. <laughs> because, Angela, we're all going to be playing yeah. dumb because we don't know what's going on. <laughs> Except on me. <laughs> Probably. Wow. Okay. All anyway. right. Okay, we better move on. Yeah, let's, let's move on. <laughs> all right, what's going on? Okay. Next segment. Let's let's do a a shut up and listen leader. That is the purpose of this meeting, ladies and gentlemen, for a nationwide campaign by you to demand by law such compulsory education. Okay, so this thing we're not going to go into um, a whole lot of details or opinions on this. 
Um, but uh, we're going to try to get this show out before uh, the weekend really gets underway. As you're probably aware, it is voting season it's in the States. Election day. Yeah. Election so um, there's early voting going on. Um, I hope if you're planning on early voting, you've found where you're supposed to go. If you if you're doing the mail-in ballots, uh, I hope you've already got those. Otherwise, if you're planning to vote in person, remember to go and vote on November 3rd. Uh, yep. Vote. Get your, get your voice heard. Yep. Um, whatever your opinion is, you know, what, whatever your voice is, make sure it's in there. Make sure it's heard. Um, Just make sure. I don't know, you know, like, I know there's, like, certain states out there that voting absolutely stinks um that people will stand in line for hours and hours on end hey pro tip right bring your switch and <laughs> bring your you know load up your phone with movies because the most important thing you can possibly do right now as a citizen of the united states sorry the rest of the world but is to vote this election season um, um, for also, for everything. And remember, flip that ballot. Flip the ballot. If there's probably something <laughs> on the back. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, keep in mind that if you have a weird shift of work that basically covers regular voting hours, it is basically federal law that your work has to allow you yes. to leave yes. to vote. Yes. Remember that. There, it is. It is law that your work has to give you time off, although it may not be paid, right? But the the you know United States really depends on your say in terms of not just the presidential election, but also the Senate elections, congressional elections, state councilmen. Board of, you know, your local board of education, uh, school board. In some cities, they're also voting for sheriffs. Sheriffs. Soil and water conservation district people. <laughs> you yeah, know? so there's a lot so, of things to vote for. Yeah. Make sure you go out and get your voice heard. Uh, that's all we're going to really yeah. say about that. We're not really a political show, so we're not even going to dive into who you should vote. We're not going to talk not about the statistics. Talk about that. We're not talking about the statistics, but all we want to know, we all we want to make sure you guys do, guys and gals, vote. So whatever your stance, go out and vote. Yeah, and bring your switch just in case. <laughs> yes, and don't forget to put on a voting selfie. <laughs> yeah, well, voting selfie. I didn't do it. I didn't do it this year. We have this, we have the stickers. I we know. can we can do our I voted sticker selfie. I create I, I'm creating a quite a collection of I voted stickers in the car. So yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, let's <laughs> let's move on from that. That's as political as we're getting here. Yes. I just took a voting selfie. <laughs> that's that's as much as I'm gonna say about the matter. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> Pam, uh, um, you wanted yes. to ask something. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, 
So ask your question and let Edwin tell you a thing. <laughs> Is that really a thing? Okay, so um, I know that with schools, there's gonna there's a lot of sporting events that are going on. I have a thing about that. Um, a little bit of background to me. I never got into sports. I tried. I tried watching football. I never got into it. Um, the only the only thing sporty that I got into was probably bowling. And even then, I, I I wasn't really very excited about about it. So I was hoping you would help me understand, Edwin. As in, what's the deal with spe spectator sports, and how can someone like me, who's completely stupid about sports, try to get into it? Um. Okay. Well, okay, we'll start a, off with the first thing. Here's my my little uh, spiel about sports. In my background in sports, I wasn't really into sports growing up. Both of my brothers were really into sports growing up. They're still really and into they're sports. They're still really into sports growing <laughs> up. I mean, it's it's one of those things where you know, you're either you're you know, you're either there's a lot of spectrums about. It. There's like the diehard, you know, super fans, right? And they root for the team that they root for. There's the casual fans. There's, you know, all the way down to like you, Pam, that couldn't care less. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So here's my understanding about the, the, you know, about sports. My understanding about like watching sports as a spectator, rooting for, for your team and that sort of thing is... It really has a lot to do, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, right? And this is like my observation. So, you know, you're not, you're not going to, you know, please don't email me as well. Well, I saw in statistics and I'm a psychologist or a psychiatrist. And I've been studying yada, yada, yada. No, this is just my thing. <laughs> okay. Um, it's really, to me, it's really a lot of, you know, the way that people grew up. And a lot of people who grew up in in families like who put their kids into sports. And like for instance, I never was into sports when I was a kid. I I went pretty much to instead of comp competitive sports, I went to you know getting my my you know get my butt dragged to piano lessons. <laughs> you know, totally relatable to that. Yes. Yes. You know, hey, typical Filipino, right? You're gonna learn how to play the piano. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> you know, it's up there with nursing. <laughs> um, so, but my brother didn't really go into music, even though he did start going into music. But he went towards playing baseball, right? Mm -hmm. So, one of the things about growing up into a sport is that. It really builds up your like your competitiveness, you know, and you grow up with this like they're the team, they're the you know there's the opposing team, they're the opponent. We have to beat this team, and you got a coach saying you know like this is how we beat them and that sort of thing, and you sort of like 
hone that competition, the competitive like mentality in these sports that when you start growing up, I you know, you know, you start looking at like football, ba- baseball, basketball, and technically, normally, I would say is that you start rooting for the team that represents your geography. For instance, here in Minnesota, right? Mm-hmm. We have the Vikings. Skull, whatever the heck that mm. means, right? Skull, I see that. Yeah. Yeah. And we have mm. the twins, you know, and people go watch to see the twins, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, and I think it's also a cultural thing where, where I grew up with baseball. My dad took me to a baseball game, you know, over at the Metrodome or mm-hmm. the Metropolitan Stadium or whatever, you know, and. You know, so I'm going to take my kid, you know, and he's going to, you know, he's going to like baseball type thing, you know, there's some, you know, and then when you grow up like in high school, right? Mm -hmm. High school. What's a homecoming game in high school? It's a football game. It's a celebration of sports ball. Yeah. It's a football game. Homecoming, the homecoming game, the homecoming queen or whatever the heck, they get paraded around, you know, before a football game or during a football game. Homecoming dance is all about the football game. The pep rally in the fall is a football pep rally, right? Mm-hmm. So football is big in high school because the geographical part of, you know, of that is your high school, your school district, right? When I was growing up, right, we hated, you know, what was it? The Skippers, right? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> right? You know, I was in, you know, my team was the Royals because they represented, you know, my high school. And here's, you know, we didn't like the Skippers. So, you know, we would we would try to beat the Skippers. It's like that, right? Their school is bad. My, You know, they suck. My school is the greatest. My team's the greatest. It's geographical, right? Mm-hmm. Which becomes, to in my mind, it's tribal at that point. It's, you know, tribes are what? Geographical. So the mentality is competitiveness, tribal, you know, my team's better than your team. I want to see my team win. I want to see their team lose. So I'm going to go to the game and watch them lose. I want to cheer for my team. I want to buy paraphernalia that represents my team. I want to buy the jersey, you know, that sort of thing. You know, it's all the stuff that goes around, you know, on teams, but there are outliers like Green Bay Packers, for for instance, right? Where the Green Bay Packers, you know, there's people around the nation who like the Green Bay Packers, even though they're not from Green Bay, let alone Wisconsin. And mainly, and one of the things I I I, I, I learned was that people like the Green Bay Packers not only because that you know. They were a really good football team, but what they represented was fan ownership. Because a lot of people don't know, Green Bay Packers—they're not owned by a single guy. Like they're owned by the city of Green Bay. Yeah, and you can buy stock. I learned in that the Green... in Danny Phantom. Yeah, and you can you can <laughs> buy stock in the Green Bay Packers. You can buy mm. ownership in the Green Bay Packers. It's one of those things where, you know, like, who is it? Um, Glenn Taylor. I don't know if he still owns it, but 
last time I heard, Glenn Taylor owns like the Timberwolves here, right? And Car- the Polads own the Twins, right? And I have no idea who owns the Vikings these days, but you know it's and owned Bill by. Murray owns the Saint Paul Saints. Yeah, <laughs> to tell you the truth, I would if I'm gonna go watch a a baseball game, I'd rather go to a Saints game. They have more fun. They have more fun, and they're and they're not taking it like. You know these guys are trying their best to play a game because most you know most of them not all but they're like you know they're trying to get into the major leagues, but they're trying their hardest and it's like you know parking's better you know it's more entertaining and I'm kind of sad that they're no longer next to the train tracks, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's not like this dude, you know, it's not like this DJ up in the, well, I don't know what it is anymore. Cause I haven't really been to a Saints game in the new stadium. Yeah. I haven't been there either. But even in the old stadium, it was like some dude with a Casio keyboard up there, like playing, playing like, you know, playing baseball songs. Yeah. <laughs> it literally is a dude with a Casio keyboard. It was great. It was so, it was one of those things like, man, this feels so, you know, it doesn't feel corporate-y. It didn't feel, you know, and like, who was it? Like Bill Murray was part Murray. owner of the Saints one time and he was like passing around, you know, the flyers and stuff like that in the front of the, the old Saints stadium. <laughs> it was great. It was it was one of those things where it felt really more like wholesome to me in terms of like the you know I, I didn't live in St. Paul but I so, did enjoy the game. So I I think the whole appeal of sports a big part of it is tradition. It is cultural tradition, definitely. So to an how would you incorporate a newbie to the wonderfuls of sports? I think I think you can't force yourself to like a sport. Except for marble run. <laughs> okay. you know, I, I don't I don't think it's one of those things where you sort of like get into a sport, you know, like how you would get into comic books or you get into watching Marvel Cinematic Universe movies or 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 Marble Run or you know it's one of those things where hey Marvel athletes yeah. are the best athletes but always, <laughs> yeah, but give it a, I mean to me it's like you sort you know like experience it once that sort of thing what you don't like about it, what you like about it it's one of those things where where I could never really get into Vikings right because <laughs> Because it was like, so it's basically ever since I well here let me put it to you this way: ever since I learned about rugby, football has never looked the same. <laughs> All right. Okay. Because rugby, I was watching the Olympics one one time summer <laughs> summer Olympics, and they I was watching the rugby games right. 20 minute, 20 to 40 minutes or something like that, nonstop running around, tackling each other, no pads, people are bleeding. <laughs> and, and I'm sitting there, you know, and there, it looked like, it looked like a version of football, American football, because they were passing a ball, you know, 
kept passing a ball back and back and back. And I was trying to figure out, I was like, what are they doing, right? And I actually looked up the rules of rugby. And I'm sitting there going like, so they're tackling each other. They're piling up on each other and they're bleeding. And I'm sitting there going, looking at like football. And I'm like, they're tackling each other, but they're so padded up. Mm-hmm. these big brute guys, you know, and, you know, like, you know, like, and running back and forth and they keep stopping and stopping and stopping. Cause it's like, what is it? Like you can, you can literally like watch a football game in like 20 minutes if they didn't keep stopping or so, something like so that. Maybe that's where the frustration lies is the whole, like, yeah, they're doing exciting stuff. Oh, look at them do that. And then I think with American sports, there's the whole, stopping between anything that happens and maybe that's maybe that's the thing that turns some of us off from sports ball to begin with is the whole stopping between things happening if if i had a choice to watch american football right now versus like rugby right especially like australian rules rugby or what you call australian rules football i would rather watch that because australian football is soccer (laughs) no there's a there's australian rules or something um, which is like diff- a little yeah, different, but a- it's still rugby. But yeah, Australian rules rugby. Yeah, but football is soccer. Yeah. But anyways, it's the same. It's yeah. like they keep moving and they keep moving, and you're sitting there going like, it's so fast paced that next thing you know, it it's over, and it's like, what happened? And you know, it's always exciting. It's always going, and they never really stop. And you see people bleeding, <laughs> you know, and I guess that's like the frustration with me. Like, this is a reason why I can't really watch ba- baseball. Like last time I went to a twins game, the only reason why I went to a twins game, cause we got free tickets to the box, right? Hmm. Free food. Who's going to put, you know, who's going to like, you know, who's going to turn that out. Who's going to turn down free food, especially when it's catered. Right. So I went to the, you know, we, we got box seats or what they call the concourse over at the Twins Park, you know, and I'll tell you the truth. I could care less about the game. I was more, I was more waiting for the dessert cart to come. So basically <laughs> so. in total sports are kind of a, a tradition. Sometimes yeah. you get into it by accident, but you can't really force someone or force yourself yeah. to get into sports. Unless it's Marble Run, because Marble athletes <laughs> are the best athletes. They are yeah. fierce and they do their darndest. It does. It does help if you have a background in the sport. Like for instance, like if you played football, chances are you're gonna like watching football because you experience football. But like, you know, like I started playing when I started playing golf in college. I started watching golf games. Who watches golf? You know, <laughs> you know, and you know, and it's like. To me, it's, you know, the experience helps, but technically, really, like, to me, it is, it is interest, and when you get interested into a sport, then you start finding, like, commonalities of, like, geographical, cultural, and, you know, and it, to me, it actually does become tribal. I mean, something that we haven't really touched on was that, you know, that, you know, it becomes... My, you know, actually, we touched a little bit about my team's better than your team because Minnesota is awesome and Wisconsin sucks. 
you know, and I will tell you right now, I I do root for the Vikings, but so that's solely only because that that's I know the Vikings. That's my hometown team, and uh, I know they suck. <laughs> Yeah. But it's the only team that I know. Yeah, give it a try. I mean, esports is good. Like, I've started watching a little bit of esports, and mainly because I've played the video games that they're playing, you know. And, but, you know, and there are there are teams from the United States. There's a lot of teams from the United States. But apparently the best teams come out from Korea because they're, like, like when it comes to, like, video game competitions, like, the Koreans are, like, like so i guess the most agile and and like like focused and religiously practicing every single day so in houses. I like, so i like what you're so. trying to tell me edwin is that in order for me to get into sports start off with streaming video games yeah <laughs> this is the reason okay. why esports okay. is such a big thing because of people who watches esports right i mean yeah well <laughs> i suppose that's one way to go about it yeah anyways <laughs> There you go. There's my take. This is Edwin's opinions only. I don't. These aren't very. These aren't like. I don't have strong opinions about sports yeah. unless it's marble runs. Yeah. So. <laughs> Team Galactic all the way. Take it as what you will. Maybe you agree or you disagree. Give me an email. I am happy to like talk about this. At Dungeon Diners at, at Dungeon at Diners at gmail.com. Dungeon Diners at gmail.com. Right. So I'd be happy to hear what you. Th- think about it and what your take is on what why why sports is a thing in <laughs> sport so. uh, anyway uh unfortunately edwin and i with all the projects and everything we clean forgot about doing the food challenge so that's on hold the results are on hold until next week uh, i feel bad i don't have a oh, well. buzzer thing here Dang, you don't I gotta put a, bu- a buzzer thing in. Yeah, find a buzzer. I need, I need like at least one of those like <clears throat> wah wah type thing. Wah, wah, <laughs> well, let's wah. let's move on to story time then. Story time. Hold on. Story time. Where is it? There it is. Now we present the hilarious story of their further adventures. This time we're heading back to Everon to see one of Pepper's other incarnations. Uh Where do I even start with this? Uh, gosh. This session that the story comes from was quite uh, eventful. We had made it to the Lantern Tower uh, south of, of uh, Zarashak in the Shadow Marches in Eberron. This means nothing to those of you who have not played an Eberron game. Uh, but it's, it's this massive swamp full of monstrous beasts and this huge tower that looms over the landscape and and shines this strange purple light across the land that it can be seen for miles the party have finally made their way to the tower and finally figured out a way inside of it And as they climbed, they learned new information and new details. They found portals that had them wander through paths in other dimensions. 
that finally took them to the top of the tower where these massive roots that they had been following all converged into one spot and led them to this giant stone golem. The stone golem had been calling out psychically for help to any who could hear it. And the party, with their best intentions, started looking for ways to free this golem, who was clearly in pain. And while they were doing that, uh, Pepper and our, the NPC were looking at other things around to see if they could stop what, what was happening to this golem. And Leonis and Valen worked together to free it of its shackles. Well, the shackles, the shackles fell and this golem rose to its feet. It had taken great offense to those who would use powers beyond their understanding. Those who, those who wielded the same powers as what created it and tried to destroy it by by over, overloading it full of magic for centuries upon centuries upon millennia. And these, these people who had created it essentially created the first dragon marks. Now at the time, Pepper, who in the Eberron campaign was was somehow given a dragon mark. She still doesn't understand how exactly it happened. And Dagon, the NPC who was traveling with us, who was basically born into a family that got dragon marks just through being part of the family, they were still looking for other, other solutions. They didn't know what was going on below them. And as they were trying to figure this out, Two of the roots pierced straight through their hearts, killing them almost instantly. The rest of the party members tried to stop and reason with the golem, tried to stop, stop it, but it quickly dismissed them, dropped the corpses onto the floor, and fled to start looking for more dragon-marked individuals to take his revenge on all those who would use powers they didn't understand, the powers of its creators. Leonis, in his desperation to save at least one life, was trying to find some way, some spell he could cast to, to save them. Even if he could only save the younger Dagon, the NPC, he would save someone. And with that, the dragon mark they had picked up earlier in the tower dissolved and fused into Leonis's hand to give him a extinct dragon mark, one that had not been seen for at least a century or two or five. Who knows? But it was long gone. And through that dragon mark, he was able to revive Dagon. Unknowingly, that magic that radiated from Dagon as he was revived 
seeped into the magic that was already affecting Pepper, the magic that the, t the party didn't know about until that moment, and also revived her. But something about her has been changed. But that's a story for another time. Ooh. <laughs> the, I think I know what's coming up after that. Oh, you probably do. Once yeah. once the rest of the party figures out what's happened, I can talk about it freely, but I don't know yes. if any of them actually listen. Yeah, we better not I we better not say anything. Yeah. Because your DM might like kill me. <laughs> no, I don't think he would. I don't know if he listens. I hope he does, but I don't <laughs> I kind of doubt it. Uh, hey DM, listen to this podcast. Darn it. Um, <laughs> oh, that DM is also updating some of his his previous projects, but that I'll save for next time too. Nice. So what's up next? I don't know. Pam had some... entertainment. Oh yes. Do -do 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 -do. Oh yeah, that music. All right. So Pam has a. Pop quiz. Is that correct? All right. So, so Angela's very, very like texty savvy kind of thing. At least to the game gamer side to it. And Edwin is usually, you know, on the IT side of things. Yes. And I'm just gonna want to quiz both of them on how tech savvy they think they are. <laughs> now this is real tech, right? We're not going to like. Oh, I mean, like, I mean, okay, fine. Tony I'll give you Stark's like an example, on... and this is a very easy one. Okay. What does ASAP mean? As soon as possible. Very good. Okay. You got that right. <laughs> Yay. Yay! All right. All right. So it's kind of like that. Okay. Okay. And some may be more pop culture y or whatever. Well, anyway, what does AYOR mean? AYOR? AYOR. At your own risk. Ding, Angela, point. Wah. B-A-U. B-A-U? Yeah. Um. Back out, you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I'm drawing a blank this on this one. May, on. This might be text that you might wor use at work. Or use to describe work, I should say. Oh, it's B-A-U. Oh. Uh, Let me know when you don't know. <laughs> bad. No. Or. Okay. Yeah, business bearable, as usual. Oh, uh, yeah. I... Business as usual? Yeah. Yeah, it's B-A-U. Oh. Business as usual. You never heard of that. Or how about this? Edwin, you've been doing a lot of DIY. Do you know what that oh, means? Oh yeah, do it yourself. <laughs> Good job. Kidding. Angela, I keep on sending the I keep on DMing you. Direct message. Correct. Oh my gosh. Um What's the score? <laughs> I'm not even keeping score. What is the We're score? Not keeping score. Oh, we should keep score. Too late. I'm already into it. Um, how about uh, H I F W? H I F W. Yeah. 
here in fart world. <laughs> Don't win. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wait a minute. Apparently, this is a big internet meme trend. I don't know if that helps. Oh, Even I didn't know about this boy. until I... Um, this, this one, I'm not... I'm, I'm not re- he, um, I don't think I've seen this one somehow. Hello, I'm very woman. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not D&D talk. I, I, I can tell you that. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. What's, what's the acronym? H-I-F-W. H I F W. Not not the one I was thinking oh it was. No, I don't know what it is. There's a reason why I left the state as as an employee <laughs> because to avoid the acronym alphabet soups like this. But anyway, okay. H I F W means how I feel when. How I feel oh, when. Oh, so it's instead of the. This um, is like like oh an intro God. of what you you were going to like H I F W. I do anything nice. How I feel when I do anything nice. Yeah, I haven't encountered that one. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh, this should be easy. I M O. In my opinion. In my opinion, yep. yeah. Well, J I C. J I S C. Just in case. Just in case. Yep. Just in case. Um, oh, oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Out of order. Close. Out of options. Close. Actually, that could work, I guess. It's 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 the expression that you say when you're like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I'm more like, ooh. But no, oh. um, this is another business talk. Oh, out of Angela was was on the brink, and I don't know. Out, out of Order office. Of operations. There we go. Out, out, of, of, office. Office. out, of, out office. of office. Out of office. Oh yeah, my coworkers keep using that. Oh. Yeah, really? I, yeah, mine does too. I just, I just, I just do an auto reply that says, um, "I'm not at the office right now. I'll be back in so and so and so." Okay, how about this? <laughs> SMH. Shake SM- my head. Yep. Uh, TFW. Either that feeling when or the face when. Uh, uh, that feeling when. Yeah. Uh, TIA. Oh, um. Uh. He's, he's got it on the tip of his tongue. So when you put in a request. The Technological you... Institute of America. No. <laughs> it's when you put in a request and you just want to TIA. Tell <laughs> you which want to. When you put in a request and you just want to take in. Taking apples because I like apples. No, <laughs> I th- I think you were like right on it. Take in. I have no idea. Announcement. Uh, Angela, do you have any? 
take in action, take in alternative. Mm-mm. I'm guessing the take in part is right. No. Oh. Oh. Um. <laughs> oh, tomorrow if available. No. Today if available. No. Turn in application. When you ask someone for something and want to show gratitude before it's done. Thank you in advance. Thanks in advance. There you go. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what the heck? Yep. I'm pretty sure you experienced a moment of FDW FDYM. Or sorry, Y D or sorry, W D Y M. W D Y M. W D Y M. Taken what was the clue? W no, what was the clue? M. What was the clue? You kind of guys had this moment while playing this quiz. Um, I have no idea. <laughs> Whoa, um, um, with. <laughs> I've... It's a question. Why? What do you did, mean? What do uh, you Angela mean? won. What do you mean? I had to actually put it down on what the paper. What do like... you mean? Oh, it's cheating. What are you talking about? What? <laughs> Just kidding. W-D-Y-M? <laughs> what do you mean? Okay. Um, this is popular for 2020. Uh, W-F-H. Oh. <laughs> Why does why do a lot of these things sound like Korean, Korean pop yep. bands? Angela's <laughs> getting this, man. <laughs> they all sound like Korean pop, like Korean <laughs> Korean pop bands. Okay, like, well, WFH okay, fine. is we'll my go BT- more for popular then. WFH is my BTS cover band. You know, <laughs> it's like. Do you know what B A B A E mean? B A what? B A E. Bay? <laughs> Isn't that yeah, like does... the new speak of that's my bay? No. Yeah, it does stand for something. <laughs> that's my Bob as no. <laughs> Give up. I feel like I'm learning how to. Earth. I'm feeling like I'm learning how to read or something. But it's it's along the same. It's also usually refers to a love interest. It it means before anyone else. Oh. That's what Bay means. Yeah. Before anyone else. Gosh, I've been wondering what the heck that meant. Like I can't. Edwin, you've been you've been you have the case of FOMO. Or maybe you don't have the case. Oh, oh, feel of missing out. Yeah. FOMO. FTW. For the win. For the win. Yay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, we're all in a we're all in the same group, so that means GMTA. GMTA. Group message tomorrow always. I don't know. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, I mean, we all kind of like all the same thing. So GMTA. Oh Great minds think alike. Yay, Angela! Angela's like writing this down because she's like sitting there piecing it together. Oh, Edwin, IFYP. <laughs> hey, you take that. I don't back. even have to. I. <laughs> you take that back, right? I now. don't even have to write that one out. It's it's. I feel your pain. <laughs> Why did it sound like she was dissing me? You take that back, right? Now. <laughs> I was trying to. I was just Che Gay. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> That one's just kidding. What's it, what was I mean, uh, I, 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 R, C. <laughs> what was what was the next one? Sorry. I just used well, one. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, Edwin, LMK, if you need any help, let me know. Okay, if you do, I'll be O M W. On my way. Very good. It's okay. N N B D. Am I getting old or something? <laughs> Is this how it feels oh, for you old? Yeah. It's, it's it's no big deal. Oh my god. Yeah, gosh. I mean it's just a SOML. SOML? Sorry. Getting old, you know. You know, so SOML. Story of my life. Story of my life. Angela. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was gonna say like you know, sore or I don't know, my <laughs> leg or something. <laughs> oh, and uh, YTB. YTB. You, you two... No. <laughs> no, this is nice. This is nice. I was complimenting her. Aw, oh, thanks. You're, you're the too best. You're beautiful, too. Uh, uh, well, yeah, you're the best, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I think both of you could get this. Z, Z, Z. Oh, I'm sleeping. Very good. And as a bonus, sus. <laughs> oh my. Suspicious. S U S. Now that is sus. That's sus. <laughs> but yeah, I think. And I all think of these are my, we... all of these are my Korean K-pop uh, cover <laughs> band names, by the way. Oh, <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and then the one that I used earlier, IIRC, if I recall correctly. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Got, I'm, my head is it. about to explode because I'm just like, I'm just like, All these right. are like, these are one of the things that I'm not very, um, one of the things I, I actually displeases me about the internet these days, but <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> All right, we'll, okay. we'll we'll have mercy on Edward. I got I got one thing to say about this, right? Mm -hmm. When I used to work on accounts for a law firm, right, and we had to write history, everybody was like shorthanding everything, and I was like, "This sucks" because I can't read anything what these people are saying, right? <laughs> so I made it a point to like actually write out entire sentences. Right? Because spelling is the best. <laughs> and, you know, it's just one of those things where you kind of had to learn how to do lead speak. Mm -hmm. Right? With, like, like 10 key, like, you know, mm. old, old phones. And, yeah. okay, the Filipinos, right? This is just me. 
We're the best at text messaging. <laughs> Edwin, my mom still uses text texting. Yeah, they're so fast. It's like it's like faster no, to type. No, for... she still she still is like haha, like lol, jk. Yeah. Why wyd? And I'm like, mom, just write it out. This is Facebook Messenger. You don't have to abbreviate anything. Just write out those complete sentences. She's like. LOL. Uh, it's it's still useful for like Twitter where you're limited on on character count. No, there's a reason why they ex- they expanded it to 200. <laughs> was it 260 or 260 uh, or 240 words now? Oh, there are still people that like create a long thread. Yeah. I just and you're uh... just trying to cram cram it into one so nobody has to go to a second one to see the finishing of your. <laughs> It's just like the ri- the texting version of TikTok. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay. Because no, because people sometimes scroll by like, oh, why are they being dumb? And they don't look at part two to see your actual point. So you got to right. make your points to start out, and then after that you can talk about your point. But if you can't make your point in that first tweet, forget about it. Yeah. Forget about it. You know who are the first person? I here's in my opinion, right? And you can challenge me on this. The first time I've heard like this kind of like spelling, right? Mm-hmm. Or or this kind of like condensation, right? I blame that pink lion from the Hanna Barbera cartoons, <laughs> or Tigger, because <laughs> Tigger. <laughs> TTF and Tata for now. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> so yes, I I I blame AA Milne. <laughs> I think I think we've always had a, a fascination with abbreviations, but I'm not gonna de- I'm not gonna delve into the uh, English language. Yeah, right now. that's that's something for another show. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm getting All right. tired. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. Um, I hope you had a good time with us. Oh, there's the music. Yeah. I took a nap today. I'm pretty... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thanks again, everybody, for joining us for episode 36. Um, You can find us uh, in other places in the internet. You can find me, Angela, at Pleasant Doom on the Twitter sphere. My name is Pam. You can also find me in the Twitterverse at PandaCatDragon1. You can also find me on Instagram at PandaCatDragon. And you can find me. I created a new Instagram page. (gasps) (gasps) Yes. You can find me on DIY Edwin on Instagram. Where can they find you on Twitter? Twitter at TCitiesEdwin. Or you can email the group um, DungeonDiners at gmail.com or find our Facebook page that we really should do something with uh, Legend Creators. Yes. Hey, if you want to see what we I've been making, yeah, just go on DIY Edwin, find Instagram. There's going to be pictures on there. You can see what I've been doing and why I've been pretty busy this fall because as you can see, if you see it, you'll understand. <laughs> At least I hope so. Anyway, thanks again, everybody, for listening to Dungeons, Dinings, and Dorks. Later. Bye. Bye. Take care. Vote. Vote, vote, vote. Vote.